Ladies and gentlemen, we're moments away from takeoff. I'd like to remind you to fasten your seatbelts, put on your headphones, and turn up the volume. Will the cabin crew prepare for departure? Five, four, three, two, one, blast off. special edition of the Irie Jam Show. Thursday, the 8th of September, 2016, news came in that the world had lost another pioneer in the history of Jamaican music, Prince Buster. He'd suffered a stroke back in 2009 and passed away at 11.20 a.m. GMT at his home in Miami. He was 78 years old. Prince Buster was not just the king of ska, but also a producer, singer, sound system owner and boxer. He has the credit of being the first Jamaican to have a top 20 hit in the UK. He defined the sound of Scar in the 60s before going on to inspire the two-tone movement of the late 70s with groups including Madness and the Specials in the British Scar revival. Madness, in fact, actually named themselves after Prince Buster's song of the same name and titled their first single, The Prince, in tribute. On today's Irish Jam show, we pay tribute and salute the works of Prince Buster, Order, of distinction. Madness, madness, they call it madness. Madness, madness, they call it madness. It's plain to see that is what. They mean to me Madness Madness I call it gladness Madness Madness They call it madness 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 They call it madness I'm about To explain Someone is using his brain Madness, madness, they call it madness I know I'm filled with gladness 
It's gonna be rougher It's gonna be tougher And I won't be the one Who's gonna suffer Oh no, I won't be the one Starting off our tribute to Prince Buster here with the sounds of madness. Before we go into our next selection, I have to say that Jamaica's always had a fascination with films from Hollywood, especially gangster and western films. The song that we have lined up now is called Al Capone, named after the American gangster from the 1920s and 30s. He was someone of particular interest for Jamaican listeners. The song here is primarily an instrumental, starts off with the sounds of a car crash, gunfire and squealing tires. And then Prince Buster's backing group, the All-Stars, provide the jazzy horns while playing piano, keeping to the rhythm. The sounds of Al Capone on DJ 745's tribute to Prince Buster. Al Capone guns don't argue!
recording in the year 1965. The recording session itself included Dennis Campbell and Val Bennett on tenor sax, Raymond Harbour and Barbara Brooks on trumpet, Junior Nelson on trombone, Ernest Wrangling on guitar and bass, Jad Jerry Haynes on guitar, Gladstone Anderson on piano, and Trombago on drums. What a classic song that is Al Capone. It hit number 18 in the UK charts way back in 1967, where it stayed there for approximately 13 weeks and actually saw the advent or the image of the Jamaican Rude Boy with dark shades and Rude Boy attire over here in the UK. It was, of course, also covered by the specials as well in later years in the two-tone revival in the late 70s as well. We're celebrating the life and times of Prince Buster here. I hope that you stay with me for the rest of the show because we've got so many classics to get through here. We're going to go into another one of those right now here on the Irish Jam Show Prince Buster Special.
September 2016 with the sounds of madness, Al Capone, and the song that you just heard in the background is Wash Wash. We're going to go into three instrumentals right now here, back to back. We're going to start off with Don Drummond's Scar Town from the year of 1965. Don Drummond, of course, is one of Jamaica's finest trombonists, originally from the Alpha Boys School. Straight after that, we're going to go into the Beach Street Jump. Um, the Blue Beat label, of course, was, or Blue Beat Records, was founded in 1960 in London um, as a sub-label of Emil Chalet's Melodisc Records. And then after that, we're going to give you the instrumental simply known as Count Machuki. <laughs> Thank you. 
started off that trio of instrumentals. Prince Buster, of course, was born to a working-class family in Orange Street in Jamaica in May 1938, given the birth name Cecil Bustamante Campbell. Orange Street, for those of you that have been to Kingston, Jamaica, will know runs from downtown Kingston around the Coronation Market, leads all the way north, leading into Slipe Road. And to say that it, it's a musical street is an understatement because so many of the prolific recording producers and studios from yesteryear were originally based there on Orange Street. And even to this day in 2016, we still have the Rockers International shop still open and active, run by Mitchie. And of course, there's other studios that are still active around there. In recent years, we've had studios like the Technique Studio run by the late Winston Riley that was a few doors down from Prince Buster's store on Orange Street as well. Prince Buster's father worked at the railway and his mother Sally worked at the match factory. By around the eighth, end of the 1940s, Prince Buster was hanging around the Luke Lane in central Kingston, 
where one of the first sound systems had its stronghold, Tom the Great Sebastian. It was started by Tom Wong and had Count Machuki as one of its first DJs and Duke Vin as selector. He gained his name, nickname Prince for his boxing ability and added Buster from Bustamante to then become known as Prince Buster. It's good to be wise when you're young Cause you can only be young but for once Enjoy yourself and have lots of fun Serve God and live my friend and it will never done Enjoy yourself It's later than you think Enjoy yourself While you're still in the pink The years go by As quickly as you win Enjoy yourself Enjoy yourself It's later of Prince Buster's music is so much so that it's not just limited to people that follow Jamaican music. In fact, he actually recorded this live with Jules Holland way back in 2003 here in the UK and I'm fairly certain that that actual recording is used as an opening theme to a radio show on BBC Radio 2 by a DJ who goes by the name of Simon Mayo. I'm going to go into two songs now back to back, Godson and 30 Pieces of Silver from 1964, a ska classic backed with Everybody's Scar on the flip side on its original release. Prince Buster's output was so prolific in 1964, he is 
rumoured to have released at least 150 singles in one given year itself. Godson, take heed to the laws of thy father. As Moses did in the days of old. Honor thy mother and thy father. Shall thou steal? Thou shalt not bear false witness against my neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, nor his wife, nor his house, or his
dirty pieces of silver. Before that, you heard Godson from 1963, a year after Jamaica gained independence. So one of the earliest influences around Prince Buster was Tom the Great Sebastian. Way back in 1957, Prince Buster had an issue playing dominoes, I think, against a local badman who goes by the name of Meanstick. And Coxon was impressed that a 19-year-old would stand up. And he contacted Prince Buster, asking him if he'd start to work for Coxon instead of hanging around Tom, the great Sebastian. Now, Coxon himself, of course, he set up his Sir Coxon, the downbeat sound system, around 1954. Originally started out by playing things like jazz and US R&B recorded imported from New Orleans, Miami. Uh, back in those days, they used to go over to the United States, hunt out these obscure seven-inch pieces of vinyl, scratch off the title so that their competitors would not know the actual title or the artist of the song that they were playing so that they actually had it to play exclusively on their own sound system. Prince Buster decided to join with Coxon and he became a bodyguard for Coxon and he had quite a few different responsibilities including collecting money from the people coming into the dances and visiting other sound system dances including Coxon's arch rival Duke Reed the Trojan spying on what they were playing and then he also had a job of working as a sound defender almost like a security guard or protection as well because Prince Buster of course was a boxer as well he was talented in dealing with dance crashers that visited Coxon sessions um, in 1959, though, he left the sound, trying to focus on his own career and starting a sound of his own. It was quite clever because he'd actually sort of taken the chance to learn everything that he can from Cox and Dodd about things like making records. And then he decided to go out there and do it by himself. After he'd left Cox and Dodd's downbeat sound system, there was quite a few musical beefs which went onto record as well. And I'm going to play you the, what, the first of three or four that I've got here lined up being Downbeat Burial, a direct hit against his former boss, Cox and Dodd.
special or downbeat burial credited to Buster's All-Stars. The direct target was downbeat Cox and Dodd's mighty sound system. Prince Buster wasn't actually afraid to let people know he was up for a fight. He has another song called Three Against One, introduced with a skit framing the trackers about in the boxing ring, putting Buster, the underdog voice of the people, the new heavyweight world champion, in a fight against the big three, King Edwards the Giant, Duke Reed the Trojan, and Sir Cox and Dodd. It puts together the reality of sound system clashes back in the 60s, and Prince Buster talks about throwing punches at his opponents. The harder the battle, the sweeter the victory still having respect for his opponents, even if he knows that his win is a surefire hit. I'm going to go into that right now, and then I'm going to go straight into They Got To Come, and then followed by They Got To Go as well. I'm going to play these now back to back. Some of these have got slightly sort of like scratches and hisses because you've got to remember some of these songs are going back well over 50 years in terms of their age as well.
shout But tell them shut your mouth As I was walking down the street I met a girl so sweet I said girl you are a treat So say you can't go to jail, but you live in a glass house, so don't throw stones. Rude, rude, rude.
So what was the connection between Prince Buster and Muhammad Ali, or Cassius Clay as he was known back then? Well, Prince Buster, of course, was an aspiring boxer in his youth, and he was inspired and learned his skills from Jamaican boxing greats, including Kid Chocolates and Speedy Baker. Um, he originally set out to be a boxer initially, and then he decided for some reason that when boxing, there was no future in terms of there was no financial security, so he decided to go back into singing and recording. His first fight was back in October 1964. That was the 3rd of October 1964. And the connection between Prince Buster and Cassius Clay, who by this stage was known as Muhammad Ali, um, is because of the fact that they had a relationship where they had both converted to Islam. Prince Buster, of course, changed his name to Yusuf Muhammad Ali, although he still went by the stage name of Prince Buster. And they the two fighters themselves met during a trip to London. Um, where Prince Buster was transformed by Ali's faith in the nation of Islam. And we're going to go into a song where Prince Buster is paying tribute to Muhammad Ali with a song entitled Linger On. Linger On! A punch designed by Cassius Clay to cripple every fighter living today. Ron, a tribute to Muhammad Ali. 
going to play you a song now, which is a landmark song in the history of Jamaican modern music. The song in question that I'm talking about is called O Carolina. A lot of you listening out there will certainly know it from a 1993 version by an artist that goes by the name of Shaggy, but the origins of that song of course were way back in the very late 50s or early 60s, recorded by the Folks Brothers at the RJR Studios. It was actually produced by Prince Buster. They had actually met each other at the... Duke Reed, the Trojan Studio at Bond Street. What was so important about this song is that Prince Buster himself had actually gone up to the Warwick Hills to find a Nyabingi group to play on the recording session. That group, is, of course, is Count Ozzy and the Warwickers, also known as the African Drums or Afro Combo. And it was Owen Gray that had the piano riff on that song as well. And it made a big change because obviously back then, um, it gave a lot of exposure to the Rastas, who at the time were marginalised in Jamaican society. I'm going to go into that song right now, one of Prince Buster's finest productions. red and white Prince Buster 7-inch vinyl label. So of 
course, Prince Buster himself was the acclaimed king of ska music, and one of his close musical friends, Derek Morgan, cannot be missed out in this tribute to Prince Buster. Derek Morgan originally teamed up with Prince Buster in late 1960, as Prince Buster back then wanted some help with some tunes. Buster wrote They Got To Go, and Derek Morgan helped out with the musical arrangement. This led to Prince Buster starting to produce Jamaican artists and, you know, they, they formed a good friendship. In 1962, Jamaica gained independence on the 6th of August and it was a year of a big musical um, battle between Prince Buster and Derek Morgan. Prince Buster had started to see the rise of a rival, Leslie Kong, the person who has the credit of producing the first song by Bob Marley or Bobby Martell as who's credited on that original seven inch vinyl. He was of course also working with people like Jimmy Cliff, Toots Hibbert as well. And then he soon also took under his wings Derek Morgan. When Derek Morgan left um, Prince Buster, he sort of felt kind of betrayed because he felt that a lot of the songs that Derek Morgan recorded for Leslie Kong were worked and composed by him and Eric Morris at the backyard of his record shack. This resulted in a musical battle um, with Prince Buster delivering a song called Blackhead Chinese Man, where Prince Buster accused um, Derek Morgan of stealing his possessions, giving them to a Chinese man. Um, Derek Morgan, of course, responded with blazing fire, and the musical award begun. Of course, offstage, they were still good friends, and it was something that actually helped to boost record sales and draw attention to the artists themselves as well. So going to go into a little trio of songs here now, starting off with Derek Morgan's Forward March on Beverly's Records, the label that was set up by Leslie Kong. If you're thinking, why was it called Beverly's Records? That was the name of his wife. This is Derek Morgan with a song entitled Forward March. Forward March! <laughs> Dance, we're independent. 
one stole my belongings and give to your Chinese man. God in heaven knows, he knows that you are wrong. Are you a Chinese man? Are you a black man? It don't need no eyeglass to see that your skin is black. Do you prefer your Chinese man to your fellow black man? Speak up, friend. It's plain to understand. It won't be very long. They'll have a change of plan to use you, use you and use you, then refuse you. As you are the first in Chinese man, I did not know your poor parents were from Hong Kong. Every man has a right to where he belong. So declare yourself and tell me where you are from. But when I were with you 
saluting a legend, Prince Buster. Talking about the musical beat that he had with Derek Morgan. He starts off with Forward March by Derek Morgan. Blackhead Chinese man, Prince Buster. In the background, you can hear Blazing Fire by Derek Morgan on Beverly's Records. We're going to go into one now from Prince Buster. My people, you have seen that I am no liar. And this just fellow has called me a burning fire. But this is fire. Daima Zima, Wandalim. Entitled Creation. Around 1963, Coxon had started working with Lee Perry. He also had a musical beef with Prince Buster, producing a song straight to Buster's head, featuring Delroy Wilson, 14 years at the time, recording a song entitled Prince Pharaoh, where they compared Prince Buster to the Egyptian oppressor. Around 1963, Prince Buster started to lose ground to Coxon. Um, as Coxon himself had his own studio at Brentford Road, um, Prince Buster always had to depend on other studios in the island as he never started his own one. Some of the labels that Prince Buster had included Olive Blossom, Wild Bells, Wildflowers, Buster's Record Shack, the Islam label, Voice of the People and Soulsville, and they were all run from his record shack on Charles Street. 
I'm going to go into a song now from a few years down the line, 1967. Of course, from 1965, Scar transformed to that slower beat of rock steady. The new music it had more emphasis on the drums and the bass, appealed to the Rue Boys. And of course, they say the rock steady was one of those legendary eras where singers could really, really sort of, you know, let go on those rhythm tracks, the slower pace and things as well. And I'm going to go into a song now from... 1967, Prince Buster's Ten Commandments. What a big hit this was. These are the Ten Commandments of man given to women through the inspiration of I, Prince Buster. The Ten Commandments of man given to a man through the inspiration of I, Prince Buster. Shall have no other man but me. Two, thou shalt not encourage no man to make love to you, neither kiss nor caress you, for I am your man, a very jealous man, and is ready to lay low any other man that may intrude in our love. Three, remember to kiss and caress me. Honor and obey me in my every woman fancy Seven days a week and twice on Sundays Cause at no time will I ever be tired of IT hit Honor my name so that every other woman may honor it also Five, thou shalt not provoke me to anger Or my wrath will descend upon you heavily
after hits, classic after classic on our salute to Prince Buster, the Ten Commandments from 1967. It was around this time that Prince Buster came to the UK with Lynn Tate, staying here for about four months. And it was around this time here when a song that I played right at the beginning of our tribute show, Al Capone, came into the British pop charts in 1967, um, peaking at number 18. Scar was known as Blue Beat in England, and the label Blue Beat didn't have the appropriate name to launch the new Rocksteady style. So Emil Chalet launched a subsidiary label called Fab, F-A-B, and Prince Buster, he released over 50 songs for the label, and there's also been compilations um, of his better-known songs released on Fab as well. I mentioned before we played you Ten Commandments about the transition into the Rude Boy era, and some of you out there listening are probably thinking, Rude Boys, what does that mean? Well, okay, here's the story. Jamaica gained independence in 1962, a lot of young men came into the city looking for jobs and they were forced to live and grow in shanty towns. They found work as rude boys, paid by dance hall owners and artists to disrupt the performance of rivals. They're almost there to actually disturb the program. Um, rude boy became a sort of term for any young man that was engaged in petty crime in Jamaica's cities. And scar performers took to addressing these rude boys directly, urging them not to crash up the dance hall and generally abandon their wicked ways. I can think of, you know, Alton Ellis with a song called Dance Crasher, Stranger Cole with a song called Rough and Tough, of course, The Wailers Simmer Down as well. What is this all leading to? This is leading to the Judge Dread Saga, 1967. Prince Buster presides as an Ethiopian judge, sentencing four rude boys to hundreds of years imprisonment for various crimes, including things like robbing school kids, killing black people, and burning homes. He then followed this up, teasing his critics with the appeal, which holds out the possibility of mercy, only to have the judge sentence the barrister to life imprisonment and increase the rude boy's sentence to 6,000 years. More protest after, and then Prince Buster got tired of the whole thing, and then he released Judge Dredd's Dance, in which Prince Buster has a change of heart and pardons everyone. The... Latter, Judge Dread Dance, also featured a trombone solo from Rico Rodriguez. So going into three now, back to back, this is Prince Buster and the Judge Dread Saga. <laughs> myself. My name is Judge Hundred Years. Some people call me Judge Dredd. Now I am from Ethiopia. Try hard you rude boys for shooting black people. In my court on the beat top as I am Bex. And I am the rude boy today. Who got this? Yes sir. Rude boy Adolphus Jakes, yes sir. Rude boy Emmanuel Zachariah Zaki Palm, present. George Robin Fleet, present. Hmm. Adolphus James, yes sir. I see where you have been charged. Ten shooting with intent, five murder charge, six Robin Fleet charge. What you are now? Wash up. 
Guilty or not guilty? Not guilty, sir. I don't care what they say. Take 400 years. Stand down. Emmanuel Zachariah Zakipam. Yes, sir. You've been charged. 15 charge of shooting intent. 15 murder charge. And I heard that you was the one down there in Sutton Street who tell the judge, good boys don't care. Well, this is King Street, and my name is Judge Dredd, and I don't care. Now take 400 years. Hush up, what they tried to shoot me too? No, you're not, but I didn't shoot him. Well, quiet. 400 more years for you. Judge, grab and flee. Yes, sir. Stop your crying. Good boys don't cry, that's what I hear. I didn't read you, no, sir. I don't hear. Hush up. This is my court. You're charged for robbing school children. Robbery aggravation. Good man, I not take a and see you, son. He's in shoot man, you know. I used to have a bad thing. I come and come try you, know, son. I take a sentence for you, know, sir. Hush up. Yes, sir. You rob school children. You boom the people's house. You shot black people. But you and I don't give you. Hush up. Just for talking, I know charge you for contempt. And that is a separate hundred years. I heard I sentence you to 400 years. I said, hush up, hush up. You are sentenced to 400 years and 500 lashes. I am going to set an example. I, good boys, don't cry, don't cry. When I was in Africa, I hear you were tough. Hold the turn, take him away. No rough, not tough, no rough. You hear rude boys saying they're not rough, they're not tough. They weren't saying that three months ago. Well, I see whereas you have appealed and you have the nerve to bring to my court a barista from Europe by the name of Dreadlock. First, I'd like to know where he get his locks from. Because we are the same locks I'm going to use and hang him. I'm going to save the black nation. Speak, dreadlock. Speak for your clients. Your honor, I think you're very unfair to sentence my client to 400 years and 500 lashes. Hush up! I don't care what your name, whether dreadlock or lock, dread or what. I don't care what the hell your name. This is my court. Dreadlock, we're going to count together. I want justice. Count how much Chinese are dying. How much white people are dying. How much other nations are dying. Add them. Multiply them. Can't amount the amount of black people that are being killed by these rude boys. Are you talking about to come to my court to defend them? 
I now charge you, Barista Dreadlock, for racial injustice and slave trading. But what I'm saying, I depend on my money, sir. <laughs> Dreadlock, your, your, your clients still lose faith in you? Because I'm going to give you your sentence now. Life imprisonment for you, Barrister Dreadlock. You know, long I want to meet you. I am Judge Dread. And I am saving the black nation. Dreaded and dread. Yes, I'm Dreaded and dread. Tell the, tell the Barrister good. Take him down. Tougher than lead. Now, Zaki Palm. Yes, sir. Grab and flee. Dreaded and dread. Yes, sir. I shall deal with you. I shall deal with you. No, I don't want to cry. And you got to flee. Don't cry. You thought the barrister was a big shot. In my court, he's a small crop. He's gone and you are going to. I'm going to put upon you a symbolic sentence. <laughs> this sentence is the amount of years the devil have been given to rule God's righteous people that you have been killing. Your sentence is now 6,000 years imprisonment. And if you come back before me, I shall lynch you. I am here to save the black nation. Shame. I'm a judge, but 
I know to dance. of Judge Dredd, the saga. We've got around about 30 minutes left to go on this very, very special tribute to Prince Buster, who is sadly no longer with us in person. But of course, his music, of course, is going to live on and on. Prince Buster recorded a very um, important dub album as well called The Message Album, The Message Dub Album. And it's probably one of the first dub albums to ever come out as well. I'm going to go into two instrumentals, two haunting instrumentals, Seven Wonders of the World and then Ali Shuffle here and live and direct on this very special tribute show.
Elementals, Ali Shuffle. Before that, you heard Seven Wonders of the World. We've got probably around about 25 minutes left to go. I've still got quite a few other songs that I would like to play in this tribute to Prince Buster. Of course, back in 2001, he received the Order of Distinction in Jamaica for his contribution to the country's music industry. I'm now going to go into a song which is called This Is Hold Up. Straight after that, Shaking Up Orange Street and then Forrester Hall will follow. This is a hold up, ain't nobody move. This is Show me respect and don't you forget like a fish. 
say that 1967 was the year of Rocksteady. That's when Rocksteady music was in its prime. And Prince Buster, of course, recorded quite a few hits back in the Rocksteady era as well, um, including his adaptation of Take It Easy, a song that has been tipped as being one of the first to employ that Rocksteady beat, apparently because Hopeton Lewis could not keep up with the rhythm, the fast-paced rhythm of the ska, and so the musician slowed it down for Take It Easy. I'm going to play that next, followed by My Girl and Too Hot. Um, Prince Buster, his career started to slow down in the 70s because as we evolved from ska and rock steady towards roots reggae, um, partly because of the fact of his Muslim faith, he found it hard to actually adapt towards the Rasta audiences. But he did actually make an appearance in 1972 in the Perry Hensel movie, The Harder They Come, which featured... Prince Buster or Cecil Campbell in his role as a DJ as well. So if you're not familiar with that movie or you weren't aware that Prince Buster was actually in The Harder They Come, dust out your DVD to check that out. We're going to go into the sounds of Take It Easy, My Girl and Too Hot on our Prince Buster salutes with myself, DJ745. <laughs> No need to hurry, no, no, no. 
settled in Miami. Had a few other business interests, including running a jukebox company. By around about 1972-73, had effectively retired from the music business with only a few compilation albums issued. There was, of course, a renewed interest in ska music following the two-tone led ska revival in the UK around 1979. Of course, his um, live performances included venues like Sierra Nevada World Music Festival. Sounds Reggae Festival in Newcastle, Pontine, Montreux Jazz Festival. So we're coming very close to the close of the show and I've got probably about time for maybe three more songs to play from Prince Buster. I'm sure that some of you listening out there are saying, oh, you haven't played this, this song, which was my favourite Prince Buster. This is not designed to be a a complete overview of the works of Prince Buster, but hopefully it's giving you a taster, maybe even to inspire you to go out there and search or dig out some more of his music because there is so many great songs that I've not played on today's show. I'm going to start off by playing you a song called Earthquake, and then after that I'll introduce the last two songs in today's show. Remember, if you're a fan of reggae, roots, Jamaican music, there are plenty of other shows that I've done which you can easily access on SoundCloud as well or through the World of Reggae website. Probably well over sort of 50 uploads on there, so there should be something to suit each and every one of your individual musical tastes. Going to the song now entitled Earthquake, and then we're going to close our Prince tri- Buster tribute. Uh, earthquake, child, earthquake, shaking Orange Street. This music will beat Sure. Let go. Let go. Let's get tired. You want pop? Look how your face look like one of them old Jewish boss. You're not hearing your spear in your front wheel puncture. You see, Orange Street is the music street. And that's the street that sells the beat. So when you see me come, don't run Cause I'm just about to have some fun Man, let me help you in something you don't know right now See ya The prince comes out in Harren Street And the beat starts to retreat But if he goes back a bit further He'll drop flat in Charles Street The prince throws a left the prince shows a right. Look at young Buster care of a fight. Man, he's trying to run. But how far can he run? Music. Don't you know that Kina is the world's greatest runner? And he'll run you down. And I'll ask Sonny Liston the beer to hold you. And I'll let Muhammad Ali, the world heavyweight champion, lick the hell out of you. Man, stand up. Stand up and fight, if you're right. Earthquake on Orange Street.
Leads to the cemetery. The man Allah don't you bury me? You pick him up, you lick him down in bongs right back. What a hard man for dead. Them wild, 
One pot of chocolate tea And all the fried fish they caught in the sea They also got six quarts of rum Saying that they waiting for the nine night to come The last time I heard them say That this man was dead Them biting black eyes and them lay it all upon his head You should see them going to the cemetery The whole man holler out, don't you bury me Then drop the box and run, what a whole lot of fun What a hard man for dead System and that Naya Keith is this Jackie, but them can't get no red stripe beer for selling a dance at night. Tell Zaki, the high priest, who used to lead the toughest, one who could go toughest. Give him my regards. Tell him, Prince Buster says, Hello. Back on ship. Mm. Yes. 